Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Somebody had told me that the Rays would go to Pittsburgh, not hit a home run for an entire series, and then go to Baltimore and get a rejuvenated Chris Tillman and a Kevin Gossman that certainly uh, looked like the first round pick instead of the first round or the first. Yeah, the first round pick instead of the first round flop and get a Dylan Bundy that, you know, is up to Dylan Bundy. Uh, I think that this team would be one in five on this road trip. What do you think? Well, I think one thing that's becoming apparent, and this is, first of all, as you know, this is a team that has not, uh, over the last however many years, five, eight years, been a great hitting team. This year is a very good hitting team. Uh, So I think that it's one of those teams that devours mediocre pitching, but you can still pitch to them, and and if you pitch well, you can beat them. I mean, Gossman was really good yesterday. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the very beginning, when he struck out Malik Smith to start the game and then was already in the first inning mixing up fastball and changeup, and I mean 98 fastball and like 81 changeup, I I thought it could be a rough day. Now you're waiting because the guy is in the top three in the league and hits allowed and earned runs allowed and walks allowed. You know, he had an ERA of six that, that at some point you're going to get a chance to do it. But he never gave in. He never bent yesterday. And I think he was fantastic. You look at the other pitchers in this series. Uh, Trevor Williams was very good. The Rays uh, were still able to beat him in game one in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jamison Tyon was excellent. I think the Rays have run into some really good pitching. But the, the, the guys that haven't pitched well, the Rays have roasted. You know, when you look at Dylan Bundy in the middle game of that series, he didn't pitch well, and the Rays tortured him. So I, I think the bottom line is, We've learned that this is a raised team where if you don't pitch really well against them, uh, they're going to hit you. But you can still pitch a good game, as, and that's the case against any good hitting team. As, as the old saying goes, good pitching beats good hitting. Yeah, and I certainly thought that Alex Cobb did a good job going toe-to-toe, at least for the first couple of innings. But then when he airmailed that throw uh, to first base after looking the runner back with second and third and one out, I think that the whole game basically hinged on that one play. What say you? I think so, too, because as it turned out, as good as Gosman was, you were going to have to outpitch him. You were going to have to at least equal him or maybe leave in a one- or two-run deficit. He, I think Gosman was that good yesterday. Now, Alex, as, as you know, Steve, because you've seen him for so long, I, I don't remember him being such an animated pitcher. Uh, and I think he's been a little more animated this year. And the, then he can turn around and say that that play, he was able to put it behind him, but still just happened to make a mistake there to Machado. I find that a little hard to believe. I mean, uh, I mean, Alex is somebody that I think speaks the truth, but I can also understand how maybe in the postgame he may not want to admit that that errant throw bothered him. I mean, you could see him on the field. He was horrified at, at the throw. It just happened. You know, it, it happens to the best of them sometimes. I mean, look at John Lester. He has a hard time throwing to first. We'll see him tomorrow. Matt Gars had a hard time with it. Cobb doesn't normally have a hard time with that, but it just happened to yesterday. And I, I just can't separate the fact that then a couple pitches later, Machado lines a, a bad fastball into the seat. So I think it had something to do with it. And the way that Gossman uh, threw when you were down 4 nothing. Unless some sort of blip that I was waiting to have happen for Gosman never happened, it was going to be hard to get him to win. So, I mean, I think it's fine winning two of three. 
but at some point you're going to have to sweep some series. At some point you're going to have to counteract when you do lose two of three to a team like Pittsburgh to maybe then come back and sweep a series. I'm concerned about this series with the Cubs, uh, Steve. I really am because they've got two very good pitchers going, veteran, experienced guys, the Mm -hmm. first one being a lefty in Leicester. We know the problems that the Rays have had against left-handers. So I'd I'd almost be happy at this point to get out of here with a split and come back on a 500 road trip. Yeah, I would would agree with that. And we'll talk more about the Cubs series here in just a moment as we're talking with Rays radio broadcaster Andy Fried, who's joining us live from Chicago. Uh, Andy, I, I said that I certainly feel that even with the Rays where they are, you know, two games over 500, that this is a team that has the... I, I guess you could say that is in the right position and is getting the right pieces back that can make that push. We've been talking for years, you know, you know, about the Rays having to sell basically since Joe Madden's final year in 2014, when this team became sellers at the trade deadline, I certainly feel that they don't even need to really truly be buyers in order to make that, that postseason push. Do you, do you think that they're getting enough back uh, with the return of say Kevin Kiermeyer and some of these other guys that'll be able to, uh, to make that push? over the hump and get possibly uh, into playing not just meaningful games in September, but meaningful games in October? Yeah, I, I'm t- so tired of the phrase meaningful games in September. I, I, I don't think that should be the goal. I think your goal should be to go out and win a World Series. And, and I think ultimately that, that is their goal. I think that was an okay thing to say in the early years. But, I mean, w- this team needs to win. They've gotten to the Division Series four times and only once gotten by it. That, of course, is the year they went to the World Series in 08. I think to answer your question, Steve, the question ends up being timing. I mean, I don't know when Kiermaier is coming back. I don't know when Colby Rasmus is coming back, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, If you read it in today's Tampa Bay Times, uh, Mark Topkin talked to Kevin Cash and said it's going to be a while. I'm concerned about that with his hip. Colby was a big part of this lineup. Uh, So I don't don't have the true answer. I do think uh, several things. One, I think this team do, does need to bulk up the bullpen some. I think they should be looking, and I know that they are, are looking to see if they can pry loose a reliever or two from somewhere else. I know that's an important part of this team. We, we've all learned that. But I'll tell you what, the other thing, I believe in this team. I, I think this team has a pretty good current running through it. Uh, that There's an energy to this group. I think you're getting really strong ears out of guys that you didn't necessarily expect it, like, of course, Logan Morrison, who I sure hope ends up on the all-star team. I would implore Rays fans to, to vote because they did a great job getting Corey Dickerson on the team, and Lomo deserves it. I think he's become much more of a leader on this team than we ever expected when we got him two years ago. I think this team has something to it. I, I think they've got a real spark to it. Um, so I, I would love to see them add – uh, some sort of a relief pitcher or two, and I think that's on the starters also. And, boy, how, how strange is this, Steve, to say, to say I think the starters actually need to get a little bit better, but the hitting is probably good the way it is. <laughs> I mean, that's like opposite of what we said. I, I think this team could still win the division, and I know it's just going to be a, a mid-July series, but I think the series with the Red Sox coming up because it's a four-game set, mm-hmm. and they're going to have Sale, and they're going to have Porcello and Price, I think, all lined up. Uh, I think it's a very big series, and, and I'd like to see the Rays tr- see if they could win that series at home. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge series coming up next weekend. And, Andy, being in Chicago, and I know it's it's great to be in the Windy City, especially when you've got the mayor of Chicago, Dave Wills, with you. But uh, I, I actually want to talk about Joe Madden because there's so much that this team has basically done because of Joe Madden. I, I know that you may, you weren't here for the year that they won 70 games and popped champagne in the clubhouse because they didn't finish in last place and they and they won 70 games. What do you think is the biggest uh, thing that the Rays have been able to do because of Joe Madden? 
Well, first off, Dave is the mayor of the south side of Chicago. Oh, he that's has true. No love for the north side <laughs> of Chicago, and, and and you know him, and of course I know him. But he's he's going to be a tortured soul these next couple of days, having to go into the ballpark that he hates and try to be <laughs> a team that not only he hates but is good. Uh, you know, the Cubs are better, I think, than the record. I think they're still probably going to win that division with ease. Uh, but I mean, I think Joe left such a, a legacy with us, and not the least of which being friendships. I mean. Uh, I mean, everybody, Joe has an amazing ability to make people feel comfortable around him, which I think is unlike many managers around base, around baseball. I, I mean, so many times we'd go into cities and he'd become the Pied Piper. And, you know, Joe was the face of the franchise as much as, as much as Evan or Carl Crawford or Shields or Price was, you know, and he, and that reporter that would come and ask him the same question he's been asked a million times uh, kind of a, a the same old hackneyed sort of question. He would give that reporter dignity uh, and answer it as if he's answering it for the first time. I, I think that and helping to and being a part of it. It wasn't just Joe, but I think part of flipping that uh, that aura around the franchise to being a real force in the American League from being a joke and a punchline. I think he deserves immense credit for it. And and sure, I think I think it's sad that it couldn't last longer than it did. But at the same time, nine years with Joe and Andrew together. Uh, they obviously they were a great pairing with Stu and Matt and all the other people. Uh, it was longer than most pairings. So I, I look back on it now somewhat wistfully that you, you you wish all those times could go on, but that's okay. I mean, the Rays have moved on. I think Kevin Cash is doing a terrific job as long as he's not jogging near the train tracks at Camden Yards. <laughs> I think, he, you know, it's been a joy to watch him grow as a manager, and, and, and I've also it's been a joy to watch Joe become this uh, national figure that I think he deserved to be back when he was manager of the Rays, but he's doing it in a larger market now. So, look, I'm, I'm happy for the Rays. I'm happy for Joe. I think he leaves a wonderful legacy behind, and, and everybody should should feel very good about it. Well, and, and the, the thing for me is that Joe's legacy in this Tampa Bay region is still not fully written because he spends all the time during the offseason and, uh, and all the work that he does here. Charity-wise, the Respect 90 Foundation is based here, and there are plenty of Rays connections to it. Uh, I want to ask you one final question, Andy, uh, about uh, about this team, because Buster only yesterday called them the most dangerous sleeper right now in Major League Baseball. Do you agree? Who, the Rays or the, the Rays? Who, who's the sleeper? I mean, uh, no, the Rays. He called, he, I'm sorry, he called the Rays the most dangerous sleeper. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. I know you bet that because, I mean, the, the Cubs have fallen off the, the, the wagon here. They're the world champs, and they really haven't even been all that injured, and they've just completely underachieved. But, no, I know what you mean. I, I think the Rays are – I don't even think that they're sleepers. I think teams within the league recognize the Rays as a force right now. But, you know, when I listen to the Yankee broadcast, the Red Sox broadcast, they're not talking about the Rays at all. I think the Rays are in that wonderful role of underdog and being overlooked right now. I think this team has capabilities of going on a tremendous run. I think a lot of it's going to hinge on guys like Chris Archer. I mean, Archer's just been good, you know, but I look at that mm-hmm. start against the Pirates, and, you know, there was always a couple of sliders there that hang up, they'd get hit. I think McCutcheon and Harrison are really smart hitters, and they did a good job. But you need, you need a guy that's going to step forward and be the leader of the staff. I think, you know, he has the capabilities to do it. That's why I think this start for him against the Cubs is a big one. He's on a big stage. It's going to be a watched ball game na- nationally. Uh, so I, I think uh, that, that the Rays have a lot in them, and I am A-OK with other teams overlooking the Rays. We can just sneak right on up and win this thing. I'm good with that. You can hear, you can hear Andy the next couple of days at this time as the Rays take on the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. I would say you could follow Andy on Twitter, but you can't. But uh, uh, And let Dave know that uh, you know it, no matter how bad he feels being on the north side of Chicago, he's only a 20-minute train ride from heaven. Andy, I appreciate you giving me a couple of minutes. 
And I'll tell you what, absolutely, Steve, and I, I'm the luckiest man in, in, uh, in baseball because I get to sit next to Dave. His emotions during this series, his face will turn red, the vein will pop out. I already told him that when a great moment happens, I want him to stand up and shout like he did when Carl Crawford hit a grand slam against Scott Iyer and the Cubs in 08 at Tropicana Field. It's still one of my favorite Dave moments ever. So I'll re- be emotional, but I'm the only one that will be able to see it. I, I, I remember that, and that is one of my favorite moments from, from <laughs> Dave also. Andy, appreciate it, buddy. I see. All right, that is Andy Free, the voice of the Tampa Bay Rays from Chicago. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.